We're trying to get used to these buttons with the abrupt intro ending. Welcome in. It's the John Cast Podcast. It is episode number 64, brought to you by Ian's Pizza in Madison, with three locations in Madison and three locations in Milwaukee. Also, if you're in Seattle or Denver, you can check out Ian's Pizza. We're working on our next promotion. I keep saying that for like the last 10 episodes. I promise you it'll be here before you know it. So check out Ian's Pizza on State Street and all the locations in Madison. Also brought to you by me and Julio. Me and Julio is back. They've got the margarita specials on Tuesdays and Thursdays, plus the wine Wednesday. Me and Julio, that's on Fish Hatchery Road in Fitchburg, in Madison, Fitchburg area, I guess you could say. Me and Julio, fantastic place. I get the bang bang chicken and bang bang shrimp tacos. I suggest you try those. Uh, me and Julio. And also check out johncastpodcast.com. So when we do that Ian's Pizza promotion coming up here, um, You'll be the first to know if you sign up for my newsletter at johncastpodcast.com. My guest today is a former Wisconsin Badger volleyball player, also played volleyball at South Carolina, and now will enter the coaching world as the head coach at Madison College. I'd like to welcome Mallory Dixon to the Johncast Podcast. What's up, Mal? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How, are, how have you been? I'm good. Staying busy. Uh, yes, you are. I want to talk all about the new job, and by the way, if you're watching on Spotify or on YouTube, I wore a Timberwolves shirt. It has green, so the green screen shows through, but whatever. But the reason I wore this, Mal, is because it has a wolf on it for the wolf pack. Me too. Yeah, look at that. Yours looks much better than, than mine. But um, congrats on the job, and congrats on getting married this summer. You got married. How was the wedding? It was honestly perfect. Uh, I got married out in Breckenridge. Uh, 25 people there, um, super low stress, um, out in the mountains. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you had six years of college volleyball under your belt, um, six seasons. What was that like to play for six years in, in a collegiate sport? Yeah, it was a lot of years of volleyball, a lot of years of college athletics. Uh, my body's definitely feeling it, uh, but it was really fun. I think being able to be in two different programs uh, gave me a wider perspective of college volleyball than just being at Wisconsin or just being at South Carolina. So it was a really, really cool growing, growing experience. Um, and I learned a ton. And that's kind of be, I, I'm sure you're probably thankful for it, right? Because when you started your college career as a walk-on at Wisconsin, you probably thought four years, that's what everybody does. You do four years, most likely, unless you redshirt, and then you're done and you got six. Yeah. Yeah. I actually always made the joke, like you could, break both my legs and I probably wouldn't come back for a fifth just <laughs> college volleyball is a lot there's a lot of stress school all of that um and now I look back and kind of laugh because I didn't only do five I did six yeah yeah how stressful is that because I know what that's like just to be a you know because the, the life of a college athlete is insane the the time commitment you have and just being a, a normal person with the job how stressful sometimes life can get how stressful is that and I bet you, I bet as the head coach now at Madison College, you probably have that perspective being a little bit younger and not too far removed from that. Yeah, absolutely. It takes a ton of um, time uh, management and a lot of making sure you're on top of things, getting ahead of things rather than trying to play catch up when life gets busier, we have matches or different things like that. And so that's definitely a skill I want to help pass on to um, the kids I'm coaching, um, something I took into South Carolina and tried to help some of my younger teammates with. Um, but that's just a really hard concept um, going from high school to college. And so just want to walk alongside those kids the best I can. 
Now, I want to talk about your Wisconsin career a little bit, but first, I do want to talk about your brand new job as the head coach at Madison College. So I know your mom coached high school volleyball, your father was a coach, your sister's a coach too. Is your brother a coach and now you're a coach? I mean, were you almost kind of destined for this or when did you know that you wanted to be a coach? Um, I went back and forth throughout those six years of college athletics of whether or not I wanted to be a coach. Um, but like you just said, my dad, my mom, one of my brothers, one of my, or my only sister, all our coaches. Um, so just something that I've been around a lot. Um, and I think I've seen the impact that you can have on um, athletes' lives. And I think that's really, really cool um, beyond just the teaching them how to play volleyball or football or whatever sport it is, like the life lessons that you can have and just the impact and the connection you can make with them is super cool. So when did you make up your mind then that this is also what you wanted to do, kind of follow in the footsteps of some of your family members? Yeah, I think it was as my um, Wisconsin career was coming to an end, that was one of the big um, factors of whether or not I wanted to go play somewhere else and see another program, help lead another program, um, just kind of have different perspectives. I think that was a big part of that decision, which ultimately turned into me wanting to coach and impact others' lives. So tell me how the Madison uh, College job came about. What was this process like for you? Yeah, um, I was actually looking at some high school jobs um, along with various college jobs around the area, uh, Milwaukee, La Crosse, different things like that. And then some that were just random because I like traveling and like doing things. Um, but this one allowed me to stay in the Madison area, which I claim Madison to be the best city in the nation um, and be around family and also um, kind of build a program I think that has a lot of potential and a lot of really great assets. Um, build a program into something that I don't think it's been before. Um, next year, they're going to change to D2, which is super exciting because that means scholarships. Um, along with there's a um, dual enrollment with UW-Madison, which are two big things I think can be used to help make this program um, one of the best. So you're going to be recruiting players. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, Madison, the best city in the in the country, according to, to your belief. So um, what, what do you think that's going to be like? Uh, what do you think that's going to be like recruiting players? Yeah. Uh, personally, I don't think it takes much once people are in Madison um, mm -hmm. to see why everyone loves it. But I also think it's going to be a really cool opportunity to keep some of the, the good talent home. Um, you hear of a lot of people who want to be Badgers or they want to play volleyball at Wisconsin, but they don't just or they don't quite make it, um, and I think this provides a really cool opportunity to stay in Madison, play volleyball, mm -hmm. um, eventually go on to UW Madison or somewhere else, um, and just kind of get your feet under you, um, play some volleyball, get school paid for. So yeah, yeah, ab absolutely. So uh, as a head coach, you were. Um, obviously coached by Kelly Sheffield at Wisconsin when your time, your four years at Wisconsin. So what kind of coaching attributes or skills sets will you take with you that maybe Kelly um, kind of implemented within you? Yeah, I think one of um, the cool things that I think he's done a really good job at Wisconsin um, is helping kids love learning. Um, mm -hmm. It's all about the process rather than the end result. And I think that makes volleyball and life a lot better, just being able to dial into the learning process and taking away the different aspects 
that build the end result um, is one of the big things. And then also just the freedom to compete. I think those two balance each other out. And Kelly did a really good job developing the love for learning and then releasing us into competition or different scenarios where we just got to let it rip and let it go. Um, and those are two things that I definitely want in our gym, just dialing it in, but then also being able to compete when the time comes. Right. So you were a setter at, during your college career uh, at Wisconsin. You backed up Lauren Carlini and Sydney Hilly. So you're, you know, I, I, I'm very excited to see the Madison uh, College setters. I mean, that's going to be kind of your area of specialties, I'm assuming. Yeah, Specialty? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're going to be more than just a coach, though, as well. Can you tell me kind of your roles and responsibilities? Yeah. So I am the head volleyball coach, but I'm also the um, student athlete performance coach. Um, so that's the lifting components, the um, mental um, performance side of it. And so I'll be working with all the athletes in the athletic department, coming up with different training um, systems, along with working through kind of those mental performance barriers or putting them in a better headspace when they go into competition or into practice. Yeah. And I think you're... Um... I mean, you've, you've had some great, like Kevin is mm -hmm. a great example of someone you've been, Kevin Schultz, strength and conditioning at Wisconsin, uh, Chad of uh, the mental yeah. side of things at Wisconsin. Um, so like how much do you kind of look back at some of those um, situations that you've already been through or people you've worked with rather and, and kind of use some of that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think those are probably the biggest, like I went to school for, um, exercise science. So it's kind of in my realm, but I think even more so were those applied scenarios where someone came in and taught us how to do things. I think Kevin did a great job at Wisconsin of telling us the why. It was never, hey, just go do this workout, go get it done. It was always about why are we doing this movement? Why are we doing pencil rolls on the ground where we all looked at him like, what what's going on? Um, but he explained the why. And same with Chad, like he came into our locker room time and time again and helped us with breathing and um like getting our minds right and i think all of those applied things take you so much further than anything that's just taught in a class yeah i like that the why because i bet as a student athlete um you know i i, I just kind of think of it as you guys work out but obviously you have a structure and a reason and a purpose and everything is a lot more than just, Hey, we're, we're getting stronger and sweating. You know what I mean? Like there's a purpose behind everything. So I like that, that why component that's, uh, that's gotta be pretty comforting as a student athlete to know like, okay, this is exactly why this is happening. Yeah. And going through the classes that I was in during those times, I think mm -hmm. that was even more fun for me. Cause it was like, Oh, I'm learning this in anatomy or physiology. And then I'm going and I'm seeing how it's applied with Kevin or with Walker yeah. chat in the mental performance side of it so yeah so when will you select a staff uh what's that timeline like yeah we're actually in the process of that um some names that should be familiar around the area um courtney gorham is actually going to join me so she played at wisconsin she was a middle um and then also amy angelos she's the um, club director out at madtown juniors uh -huh. um so two people with various experiences um and i'm really excited to have them with me that's awesome how's courtney been yeah she's good she's working doing school still um okay. but she was really excited to come help this program out awesome now let me take you back i know i've, I've spent a, a little bit 
of time on Wisconsin, but also in your new role at Madison College. But let me take you one more time back uh, to the Badgers. You were a walk-on at Wisconsin. Why didn't you take a scholarship somewhere else? Yeah, um, I thought about it for the briefest second, but as soon as Wisconsin was on the table, it was a no-brainer for me. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to be a Badger since I was five or six. Um, again, my parents went there, my grandparents went there, sister went there, the whole following in footsteps thing, I guess it's a common theme. Um, but just the volleyball program there, along with the school and the campus, there's nowhere else that compares. Um, and so when that came to the table, I snatched it up and had the time of my life at Wisconsin. Yeah. And then you go to South Carolina, you get the COVID eligibility. You spend that six seasons at USC. So why did you choose South Carolina? Because I, I, you went there for your master's, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, so I went there for my master's um, in exercise science. They have a really good exercise science program. So that was definitely a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I also just really wanted a different experience. So I looked um, pretty much nowhere around here um, and a lot of different areas of the country um, and just going down to the warmth was really appealing, um, their exercise science program. And then they also had a volleyball program that was super competitive and making the tournament every year. So South Carolina, uh, apparently my sister spent one season at South Carolina back in the day, or uh, one season, one year, she was not in athletics. Um, but um, it's very beautiful, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a gorgeous area. Can you kind of talk about what that was like to transition from being a Wisconsin kid and then going to South Carolina? Absolutely. Yeah. So I was Wisconsin born and raised, um, went down to South Carolina, which was an adjustment. So like when we have the winters and you stay inside, they have the summers that you either stay inside or you're at mm -hmm. the pool or at the beach. Mm -hmm. So just kind of that adjustment of like how hot and then also in Columbia, how humid it was. Ooh. was a big adjustment, um, but it was really cool to be a couple hours from the ocean, um, be able to hike all year round, um, close to Alabama, took some day trips down to Alabama, different things like that. So Yeah, sounds fun. Sounds fun. So what were you doing in December of 2021 when Wisconsin and Nebraska were playing at in Columbus for an NCAA title, three-hour, 15-minute match? Where were you watching that match and what was your reaction to to your former team winning it all? Yeah, I had actually just gotten, not recently, had gotten back from South Carolina. Um, so I didn't have time to go to Columbus after graduation. Um, but I refused to watch it anywhere other than at my house because I had to be able to concentrate, <laughs> didn't need yeah. any other distractions. So I actually watched it with my mom and my sister. And I don't know that I have words like, so proud um, of those girls who I got to go to battle with day after day. Um, it was really cool just to see everything finally happen. Um, things that we have been training for for years and years and years. Um, just so cool. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a blast being there courtside um, courtside as well. Have you talked to some of your former teammates and kind of? Did you get on the phone immediately and start texting people? After yeah, I gave them all calls. I was there when they all got back. It was just so cool. Um, so many big hugs. And yeah. it just, like, it finally paid off all of the hard work that everyone's put into this program. So you said you needed to watch it at home. So I'm, I'm curious because 
Um, sometimes if there's a, a big sporting event that I, I have to watch, whether that's like a pro event or a football game or whatever, like I want to spend it at home. But if it's like a really intense, like everything's on the line type of moment, like I stand up, like sometimes I stand up, sometimes I sit on the floor right in front of the TV, like a little kid. I like my heart, like I used to have the Apple watch and it'd be like, Hey, your heart rates up, like slow down. Um, how do, how do you watch it as a former player and as a former uh, member of the team? Yeah, I actually, this sounds weird, but I was not super nervous for them. Okay. Um, I just see that's real quick. That's the difference. You're an athlete. You've been in those situations. When I when I watch something like that, I have no. I'm just like all crazy. You've you've been in battle. You've been through that. But anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah. I think, and I think that's exactly it. Like I know the training that they've been through. I know the situations that they've been in. And for me, there was just so much confidence in their abilities and their grit. And so mm -hmm. that was just sure there was building excitement but no part of me like really doubted them or was super nervous for them it was just really fun to watch so when does the season start for madison college you guys are having i believe tryouts coming up here soon right mm -hmm. yep so august 1st we have our tryouts um and our first official day of practice is august 2nd so quick turnaround there wow that's a super quick turnaround you've just probably been on the job for what how long have you been on the job uh, a week and a half. <laughs> week and a half, and you get right to it. So, like, what it, what are your days like now? Are you just preparing practice plans, or what? I don't I don't know what it's like to be a coach. What, what, yeah. So, <laughs> what's that like of, so far? right now, we're trying to figure out who we're all gonna have, um, who's returning with it being a junior college. Like, you mm -hmm. only have two years of eligibility here, so there's a lot of turnover. Um, so, figuring all that out, figuring out their school schedules, their work schedules, how we can make practices work. Um, along with getting assistance lined up and gear ordered and just all the things all at once. <laughs> yeah, all at once, all happening at once. All right, final question for you, Mallory. Um, green melon or honeydew, what what do you call it and, and why? And I bring this up, this is like an inside joke for, for people listening. <laughs> it's definitely green melon. Um, John would agree and Daisy would also agree. Uh, backstory on this is that every trip um they would give us like big fruit plate like platters mm -hmm. um and it was a thing for john deasy and i to try the green melon and decide whether or not it was good there or bad there yeah and when green melon is good it is really good it, yes and i've never heard anyone refer to it as green melon before um because, I mean, that's just like, it's a melon and it's green. I get it. Um, but you're right. Like, I think honeydew or green melon is, um, like, when it's ripe or whatever, it it might be the best fruit of all time. Yeah. Right? I mean, is there anything better than that fruit, in your opinion? I mean, I'm a big raspberry fan. Raspberry. Okay. But I feel like those are a little bit more consistent. So it's not quite that, like, competition factor of, like, is the green melon going to be good or not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I keep it simple. Like I think a good grape, if you have a nice Fair. juice, like those are, del I could pop those all day long. I agree. Nice juice. Grace Lobert would definitely agree with that one. <laughs> She's a big grape, grape <laughs> fan too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next time I have you on, we'll have our top five fruits of all time uh, and the go to fruits, which I think might be, you know what? Mango's up there for me. Ooh. Can't, can't leave. What? 
Wow. I don't like mango or dried mango. My team in South Carolina had a big like dried mango thing and Nope. I think I think the interview's done. I think we're <laughs> done now. <laughs> I love mango. I just had dried mango this morning on my yogurt. Uh-uh. Yeah, we're weird. gonna have to disagree on that one. Okay, that's fine. But we can agree on green melon for sure. Yes. All right. So tryouts start August first, and then the season gets underway uh, for Madison College on August. What is it? Nineteenth, I believe. Yes. Is that correct? Yep. August nineteenth. All right. Mel, congratulations on the new job. I wish you a, a ton of success. I'm happy that you're married now and you get to stay in the area and you have a job and everything's going well for you. So congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. That is uh, Mallory Dixon, former Badger, now the head coach at Madison College. Um, I'm definitely going to try to find some time to, to, to go to a, a match this season. Uh, at Madison College. John Cast Podcast brought to you by Ian's Pizza in Madison. I'm going to find some time to go to Ian's Pizza too. They've got three locations in Madison, so why not? We're working on our next promotion. Sign up for the newsletter at johncastpodcast.com if you want to, I don't know, have a chance of winning cool stuff. I won't say too much about the promotion yet because once again, it takes a while. Uh, also brought to you by me and Julio in Madison. Best margaritas in town, in my opinion. Plus, they've got the um, great menu, food menu, as well. So check out me and Julio and uh, johncastpodcast.com. Once again, go check that out too. All right. Thanks to Mallory Dixon. And thanks to you for listening or watching this episode of the Johncast Podcast. See ya.